kids, it's that time again, even though this is the first episode. Welcome to the XP Quest Podcast, Episode 1. We're recording live on October 4th, 2015. I am DJ Pimp Daddy, I'll be your host. And our uh, our main focus of this entire show is just going to be talking about uh, MMOs and things that require grinding XP. So we, uh, I, I discussed with the, the Players Alliance folks that their, their channel needed something that was just sort of a broad, skim the surface, a little bit of humor, not really focusing on one specific game. Now, each show is going to focus on one game only, and I'm going to have professional guests on, and I, I got you a professional guest today. Today's guest is Draculetta. Can I ask where the professional's at? Well, uh, is there somebody else here other than me? Just me? <laughs> I mean, oh, hey, hi, guys. <laughs> well, How's it going? We're paying you the usual fee of nothing. Cool. Awesome. So. <laughs> Works for me. And uh, I think the only other thing I had for my intro is that I do, in fact, have this gigantic post-it note on top of my monitor that says really big, don't cuss. So we're going to keep this family friendly. No jokes. Okay. <laughs> well, I was trying to think of something, but I couldn't think of something. So I'll just leave that just lie there. We'll just. So uh, our show this week is going to be covering Guild Wars 2. Uh, since we're sort of taking the old Guild Wars player's news time slot, uh, we figured we'd put this sh- that show to bed. We'd give it one good send-off and then uh, move on. So I guess, <laughs> given your history, uh, uh, I guess... Give us a little bit about yourself, Drac, for the, the, the one person out there that doesn't know you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it seems like I am everywhere. <laughs> um, well, I am an IT nerd, actually, in real life, and I play MMOs, like, a lot, and I'm also a Dungeons <laughs> & Dragons nerd, too. So. Nice. See, I'm just a nerd all around. <laughs> I do. I run here on the Players Alliance. I run the DDO Players uh, website that we have, which we cover all things Dungeons & Dragons online. We also do uh, tabletop Dungeons & Dragons, and we're also now slowly starting to branch out into other tabletop games. Nice. And stuff like that. A lot of people might know me. I used to be on Lotro Players News. I did that for a long time, and I'm still a uh, co-host on the Lotro Academy podcast, which is also part of the Players Alliance, so people might know me from that. And uh, as you said, I was a part of our Guild Wars players that we had on here. We decided we kind of wanted to go in a different, um, let's say, avenue for that, and we wanted to do a little bit different uh, format of show. So Sithrith, uh, Thoros, and I decided to uh, break away, and we started a brand new site with uh, Sithrith basically being the uh, spearhead of that site. She's the one that runs it, and Thoros and I are just kind of there for the lulls. Uh, it's uh, Radio <laughs> Free Tyria is a new site, and we do a uh, weekly podcast that uh, covers Guild Wars and Guild Wars 2. Nice. Good intro. It's nice and thick. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> I'm not sure how many people, you know, because I'm like, what can I say that people haven't already heard? So, <laughs> yeah. People probably know that, but hey. So, a fun fact, after you left, we tried to keep the Guild Wars Players News podcast going, but we are going to do a format change to just straight interpretive dance. <laughs> but it ends up, it's a radio show, so. Yeah, like I said, that doesn't work well with just an audio podcast, so. <laughs> I... I Unless you're hearing a joke about a juggler on the radio somewhere. <laughs> Unless you're very, very good at using your imagination, I don't think that would have worked. That's right. Uh, okay, so let's dive in. Guild Wars Two. Uh, I'll give you a, just a little bit of a setup for the, the the listeners, the few that probably haven't tried it. Uh, Guild Wars Two is an MMORPG developed by ArenaNet. Uh, set in the fantasy world of Tyria, it follows the reemergence of Destiny's Edge, a disbanded guild dedicated to fighting the Elder Dragons, a Lovecraftian species that has seized control of Tyria in time since the original Guild Wars. And uh, the, gu- the game takes place in a persistent world with a story that progresses instead of er, in instanced environments. So that is the the 
the block text at the top of the page here. So, <laughs> uh, the, the I think the biggest thing that I right away noticed uh, that sticks out the second you jump into the game is that the whole game is based upon a this dynamic event system versus a traditional quest system, which is fascinating to jump into. Have you? Off the top of your head, Drac, have you seen any other MMO or other sort of take that avenue? Sort of where you're running around the world and things are popping in and out, but you don't actually have a quest. <laughs> no. Um, what is the name of the game? They kind of did it a little bit. I played it for a little bit. Uh, then I didn't like it because it was like way too grindy. Uh Arc, Arc Age or Arch Age. Okay, yeah. Uh, they kind of tried it a little bit, but yet they still had the standard quest, though. I've never seen one go just totally the Guild Wars 2 route where it's... And that's very... If you're used to your standard, you know, talk to this NPC, go kill 10 rats, come back to this NPC, mm-hmm. uh, you're going to be really confused in Guild Wars 2. <laughs> I was. <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> That's the one thing I hear about Guild Wars 2 from a lot of people. It's like, but there's no quest. And I'm like, well, there kind of is, but there kind of isn't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, like the it's... second you leave an area, the quest is basically paused. In essence. Right. So, and then it... you have, in, in each area, there's like these hearts that you can do. And that's basically your, your quote-unquote quest for the area. Mm. And it's it's it's... It's odd, but once you get used to it, it flows really well, and it makes sense in mm. the Guild Wars world how it's set up. And ArenaNet does a great job at it. Now, real quick on that subject, though, the, the, the thing that I found mesmerizing was there's so much lore in this game that you could only learn by talking to NPCs. And the way that the hearts are set up is you almost don't even have to ever talk to the person who you're doing the quest for. Right. There are a few of the hearts where you actually do have to talk to one, but usually you're, you're right. You don't actually have to talk to anybody. And I, I think that's like one of the few faults I see of this game, you know? <laughs> it is. Yeah, it is. It's it's the lore is the big part. And like you said, you can that's almost like a sub game of the game is just running around and finding all the little lore nuggets and finding the people that you can talk to that will give you lore. Mm hmm. I think it'd be a fascinating concept if they, if you could almost collect lore nuggets and then be able to read them in a digest, you know, within like a menu. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Hey, that's a great idea, actually. I never <laughs> thought about that. But yeah, that, that would be awesome. Because I, I, I like Secret World does that, where you, you actually collect little pieces of the lore as you go, and then you could sit there in the menu, you know, it's a safe area, obviously, right, yep. and just read the whole thing as one big text. But I don't know. Okay. Uh, right now it lacks subscription fees, which is wonderful. It, it originally was pay to play, correct? Yes, correct. And uh, they've now sold 5 million copies as of August 2015, at which point it went free to play. So, yeah. <laughs> have you seen, since it went free to play, have you just seen like an inundation of stupidity or is it like are you actually getting like i guess uh, uh a a good amount of like good players in the game the first couple days there was a little bit of that and uh i think some i'm trying to think how i can put this delicately <laughs> some people in the community kind of took the advantage to troll some of the new people but that quickly went away and now everybody is pretty cool and it's there's so many new players and people are helping people like all around you're always seeing people in chat helping people so and and that's kind of one of the the cornerstones of guild wars to well, actually guild wars as well too the community overall is pretty amazing and you can always get help and uh, most people, there are you know a few bad apples, but but you'll have that in, it, in any game really. Yeah. Um, you know, will kind of not help you or just give you like dumb answers in your chat. But I would say ninety eight percent of the people are just awesome and 
help new players and kind of envelop new players. And actually with the Guild Wars 2, there was, I've never seen a game do this, but when it was announced that uh, the free to play transitioning, what was happening, mm-hmm. people were like lining up in the area where n- new players would spawn. And when a new player would pop in, there would be like hundreds of people like dancing and cheering for them and welcoming them to the game. (laughs) And I have never seen that in an online game. And that was amazing to me to see all the people doing that. And like, you know, people were like, you know, say here, here's some, you know, gold. Here's some uh, starter equipment for you. Here's here's this or, you know, if you need help here, you know, we... (laughs) have a guild that can help you and it was like awesome but then i i kind of thought about it if i'd be a new player that might be kind of terrifying to me too though because <laughs> yeah. you like zone into this world for the first time and there's like just this load of people going welcome to the game and it's like <laughs> oh my god what's going on nice but, but yeah that was uh, a pretty awesome overboard <laughs> of the uh, community and they uh, through like massive dance parties and yeah it was just crazy for the first couple days <laughs> yeah see my my uh my, my thief my Silvarin thief just like when i do the dance it's just like this little cabbage patch dance it's horrible <laughs> yeah it is <laughs> dances in the original guild wars were so much better <laughs> uh so uh speaking of which there is five races and eight professions um and it is a skill-based combat system. Now, I, I had found, if I remember correctly, we can slot 10 skills out of a pool. Is that correct? Yes, correct. So is it possible at the high end of the levels to collect them all, like a Pokemon thing? Like, <laughs> I mean, at some point, you're going you're gonna to either have to spend points to unlock a skill you just don't want. or Right, and that's basically what... And, ends up happening but it and then see it depends how you want to play your character and do your quote-unquote build there's certain builds that will take advantage of all of those skills and each one is fairly situational Mm -hmm. so like if you know you're going to go into a certain dungeon you know you know you're going to need you know these skills versus you know if you're out in, in pve you'll need a different set of skills so it's do they cost money to respec them yes but it's not very much okay it's like trivial (laughs) um i can't tell you off the top of my head how much it is but it's It's vendor trash change yeah yeah basically (laughs) yeah so the big news recently that i I, i've seen you guys covering endlessly on your channel uh is that heart of thorns is releasing october 23rd of this year uh, we're getting just we're gonna rattle down the list real quick. A new area, uh, the jungle, the Maguma jungle. Is that how you pronounce yep. it? Correct. We're getting a mastery system, a new profession, the revenant, elite specializations at level eighty, new PvP and world versus world, guild halls, guild teams, guild upgrades, guild missions, and some new raids. So nice big thick uh uh expansion i guess do you for what you you've seen the the price points they put it at which is almost the cost of the original game um which is now free obviously <laughs> you get a free copy but you can't give it away um yeah I do don't, you um... i guess overall do you think it, it, the expansion's worth the money at the basic level you know i'm kind of 50 50 on that uh, at, they're now at least starting to give us more information and we're learning a lot more about it uh in the very beginning we didn't know a lot so if you would have asked me when it when it was first announced and maybe <laughs> a month, month and a half two months after it was announced if you would ask me that question i would have said absolutely not it's not worth it <laughs> now i think it will be because from what we're getting, all the new things, you know, that you just read off, they're adding. I think it's going to add enough to the game to where, yes, it's worth the, the price point. Um, I don't understand ArenaNet's logic, though, and I've talked about this on our show, too, that how they're doing, like you said, you going forward now, any other future expansions they have, 
you're going to get the core game free. <laughs> I don't need the core game. I already have the core game. But whatever. I don't understand the logic of that. But, but the core game includes Zoja. Well, this is true. <laughs> More on that later, probably. Mark the time, 18 minutes <laughs> in. First Zoja joke. <laughs> I'm impressed, actually. So how different was Guild Wars 2 from Guild Wars 1? If I remember correctly, you, you played the first one extensively, yes. correct? Yes. Oh, yes, I did. I played the first one from the very first uh, closed beta for it. So, yeah. And it was less 3D-esque, right? It was more 2D top-down sort of a... Uh, no, it pretty much was... It wasn't quite as 3D-ish as uh, 2 is, but it basically looks the same other than, you know, not as good a graphics because, you know, of course, it's an older engine and, and an older game. But it is a lot different. The biggest uh, difference between the two is everything in Guild Wars is instanced other than if you're in a town. Oh. Like, if you're in Lion's Arch, you'll actually see other players and you'll be with, with other players. Mm -hmm. But then when you go out to do quest and of course guild wars had the traditional talk to the npc get a quest go do the quest come back hmm. system once you went out into the quote-unquote wild you were instance off and it was only if you were grouped with people only your people in your group were with you in that instance wow so that was that the biggest bad because <laughs> you know one of the things that i love about good wars too is just like You'll be coming along out in the middle of nowhere, and you'll be just having a bad time, and then suddenly just a just train load of people will just come flying past. Yeah. You know, and they're just like, you can't, you see like a big mob of people running past, you're like, I have to join this. I don't know, exactly. what, the, I don't like, know what they're I, doing. I don't know what they're doing, but I want a part of it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's just, that's fantastic. That's one of the best parts of the whole game. <laughs> it, and, and at the time when the original Guild Wars came out, that was pretty revolutionary, because about the only other, uh, I'm trying to think, WoW, I think WoW had just came out maybe. Mm -hmm. And like the only other biggies were uh, probably Ultima Online and maybe EverQuest, I think, was probably going then. <laughs> so everybody was used to, you know, you go out, okay, I need to kill, you know, Boss X. Well, if there's 50 other people killing box at Boss X, I have to stand out there and wait for it to respawn and hope I get to it before somebody else gets to it. Yeah. Well, you know, the original Guild Wars was revolutionary, and, hey, I don't have to do that because Boss X is only going to spawn for me and my friends that are in this group with me. Mm -hmm. So yeah. it, you know, now I still play the original from time to time, and it is kind of weird not to see other players out it's somewhere. It we get lonely. <laughs> It, you know, and at the time you didn't think about it much, but now it is. It's kind of, kind of weird, and kind of is very lonely because it's just you and, and then like if you're, you know, if you don't actually have people with you, you can have uh, your your henchmen with you, which are the uh, AI controls them, hmm. and uh, it is. You're like, hmm, I'm the only living person out here. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> it's like the zombie apocalypse has happened but there's no zombies yet you know uh so with the new free to play model how far can someone play totally for free before they have to break down and buy some you know wings because you got to buy the wings well certain people have to buy the wings <laughs> <laughs> i'm not naming names um you can play actually all the way up to level 80 you can play everything other than any of the heart of thorns stuff you will need to buy the expansion okay other than that the whole game i mean it really is free to play there are like no pay gates no nothing and technically if you didn't want the Heart of Thorns stuff, you could play the game for free and never spend a dime. <laughs> nice. It's most of the stuff uh, in the uh, gem store is just fluff items. So there's nothing in there that, you know, you quote unquote have to buy to play the game. Mm -hmm. So it literally, I think, is, you know, usually when you hear the term free to play, you're like, mm hmm, sure, it's free to play. <laughs> but. I, I, I can honestly say this game is free, 
Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> this game is free to play. You can play all the way to level 80. You can do all of the original content. You can do all of the dungeons. You can do anything you want for free without spending one cent. Nice. So do they have any stuff like Turbine where people can purchase like game assets via just gameplay? Yes. There is a, a gem store. What would they call it? Well, let me rephrase that. You can't do it via gameplay. You can't earn gems in game. Okay. The store is basically real money only. So you actually have to buy jet. Well, see, but then that's not true either. <laughs> that's what I was like. Is there any like yeah. weird back well, conversion way? Yeah, yeah, there is. I, I always forget you can do it because I've never, I n- never do it. But yes, you can take your in in game gold, and you can convert that gold to gems, and then the gems you can spend in the in game store. Okay. You can't convert and. Well, actually, I think you can now. You can convert your gems to gold, too. It's, I don't, you're better off, in my opinion, (laughs) buying the gems with real money than converting them, because I think you get more bang for your buck if you actually buy them. But you could, then again, if you wanted to, if you wanted to grind out enough gold in game, you could get a bunch of gems and buy stuff in the in the store. That's why you always hear these stories of like these desperate like twelve year olds just grinding just epic amounts of <laughs> MMO just to get free stuff because they can't get money. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. It's it's and I I'm always just trying to figure out if there's hope for those kids out there. Yeah. There is. I and I, I apologize, I forgot about that. Like I said, I've never done it, but you actually can um, I might have to look to see, but I still think you're better off just buying your job. <laughs> just, just, just get just, some money. <laughs> just pony up the money. Go mow some lawns. You know. So speaking of gym store, can you explain why people call this fashion simulator? Oh my god! Because <laughs> it is all about the cosmetics and the dyes. There are so many <laughs> dyes. I have never played a game where is this many dies in That's a game. That's why Sithris left it, Lotro, yes, right? Exactly. Oh, yes. Dies. Oh, my God, it's, the dies. <laughs> she is like, if you follow her on Twitter or follow the Radio Free Tyria Twitter, she usually posts pictures. I mean, she spends hours making her characters. <laughs> and it's like each one has like a color theme. And she has like six or seven different dies that she mixes together to make her outfits and there's different outfits you can do and it's it's insane if, yeah, and like each piece of the outfit has like four things you could die typically yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly and and each each part you know dies differently so and you can and some of them you can like your armor you can only dye like the outer part of it and dye the inner, inner part a different color and like your boots <laughs> You could dye part of it one color and the other part another color. So it's it's insane the amount of time and effort a lot of people put in to the dye system and, and the cosmetic system. And it's it's easy to grasp early on too, because I, I realize that like like when I think of it like in Lotro terms, like when you get the Bree, you don't see everybody running around with the same exact level nineteen character. You know, <laughs> everybody's got the feathered hat and the cape. Right? You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It's yeah. It's there's it's, no two people alike in this game. It no, there's not because there's just so many options, and even just the armor that you get uh, in game. Not not talking, you know, stuff that the cosmetics that you buy in the store. Even that armor dies so well that you can just make basically as much time you want to spend <laughs> making your character look good. That's how good your character is gonna look. Nice. It's it's I must say this is the one game that I think I have ever played where there is more die options than probably weapon <laughs> armor options. It's 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 just it's too much. <laughs> but it, it's one thing they do got though is you at least have that like uh 
the 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 inventory thing where it stores copies of everything, right? Yes. Yeah. Which is fantastic. So you're not storing things; you're just storing like templates of things, correct? Right, and, and then you could you could have one of everything. Right, and then once you get like, let's say you're out, you know, fighting mobs, and you get a piece of armor that dropped, you can take that armor and you can destroy the armor. Well, when you do that, you actually unlock that skin for your account. So then any characters that are on your account can actually put that skin of that armor or that boot or that shield or whatever on your character. Wow. (laughs) There again, that opens up just tons of possibilities because there's tons of different armors and stuff you can get. And you just keep un- unlocking those skins, and it's nice because it's it's account wide. Yet only two colors of angel wings. What's up? <laughs> Come on, Arena. No, I I don't understand why they only What's have the one. the pink ones? Come on. <laughs> you know, I'm surprised they don't have pink because the original Guild Wars during um, Breast Cancer Awareness Month, which is actually this month, uh, the original Guild Wars always does uh, like pink dyes and other pink items. So I'm really surprised that Guild Wars 2 doesn't do anything, <laughs> any pink wings. I, I bet they're coming. Now, something I didn't even write down, but I, I found amusing was this game routinely has like trolley events for the the players. Like I remember coming across like a bobblehead generator out in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> and I, you know, and I remember I clicked on it. Yep. Like you're like, what is this? And you click on it, and suddenly you're just like in bobblehead mode. Yeah, like, and then and there's <laughs> that like shrinks you. You're like really really tiny. And there's one that makes you really really big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're just like, what? The developers are just screwing with us, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the the developers are just trolling us now. Come on. Oh yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, and, and that's kind of another thing that what kind of sets Guild Wars two apart. <gasps> they really don't take themselves too seriously. Yeah. Um, they had an event that everybody is clamoring for it to come back at one point called super fun box. Oh yeah. Which super, super fun box was a thing when you entered super fun box, you were in basically like an eight bit retro video game. Yeah. It was kind of Minecraft ish in a way. Because everything was all blocky, and it was like, uh, then you had like a Super Mario type aspect to it where you had to like platform jump. And yeah, so (laughs) they don't take themselves too seriously, which is nice. They have a sense of humor, and they always add little. And then they're they're very, very, very famous for their uh, April Fool's jokes they always play. (laughs) Yeah, I I missed the one this, the one this year was the, the plane, correct? Yes, yes. Everybody, yeah. Yeah, basically. Just, just Google that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Describing it will do it. No yeah, sense. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, the best April Fool's joke ever was in the original Guild Wars, where for the entire day, they swapped everybody's genders. <laughs> just as soon as you logged in, if you had a male character, you were a female. <laughs> or if you had a female character, you were a male. Your same name, same equipment, same character. You just swap genders for the day. <laughs> that was like everybody was confused about that one. It's like, uh... it's like, uh, what happened to my character? <laughs> Things are different. Um, so I, I I came up with this list of ways you could possibly play this game, and I'm just gonna rattle down it real quick. There's world completion or events or you know traditional questing, right? Boss fights, dungeons, story modes, in-game stuff like living story episodes, raids, role-playing, PvP, world versus world, and jumping puzzles. Which one tickles your fancy? I like the world events, the dungeons, and uh, the personal story, and the living story, I think. Okay. Um, I'm not a big PvPer. I do some PvP with... uh, Sith with in a Thelros, but uh, that's about the only time I PvP. She suckered you into it. Didn't yes, she did. <laughs> I, I, I gotta admit, when you listen to the back episodes of Guild Wars Players News, where you guys started from to where you guys ended up at has completely changed. 
Yeah, it's you guys yeah, hated it's, the necros. It's, well, <laughs> let's let's clarify. They never, hated the yeah, necros. We're never doing a necro. We're never PvP. Yeah. Now they're all PvPing with necros. <laughs> yep, pretty much. Yeah, and I think both of them are playing necro for their mains. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, Brack Barefeet in uh, chat is saying. There was the one with the pets being tall and the characters being pet sized. <laughs> I guess that was another April Fool's joke, right? Oh, yes, it was. Yep, yep. Uh, I <laughs> forgot about that one, but yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, um, with the the fact that you get, uh, the fact that you like, how, how does this game measure up as far as like replayability? Because one of the things that, that you do from zero to 80 is you have a personal story. So when you do the replay with a different type of character or different decisions, you get a completely different, to some extent, personal story. Is that correct? Correct, yes. So does that actually add to the replayability? Like, do you see a lot of people that are playing multiple, multiple um, characters? Somewhat. It's kind of limited because you really only have uh, three choices. There's like three, for lack of a better term, factions that at one point you you have to choose which one you're going to side with, mm-hmm. and that that will branch your personal story off into you know whatever that subset has. So there there will come to a point where if you've done all three of those, you're gonna get the same story every time. But then, on the opposite side of that, each of the races, their personal stories, even with those same groups, are different. Okay. So it's got some replayability, but there's going to come to a point where if you're doing the personal story, it's always going to be the same because you only have you know so many races and the three to choose from. But Okay. Um, the per- that's where I think Guild Wars 2 shines a lot is in the personal story and the living story. The personal story is very much steeped in the lore. So if you play the original Guild Wars, they kind of take the Guild Wars lore and they expand on it. And it... Uh, well, eventually it, it ties into the living story then, which the living story is something Guild Wars is doing, which I don't think a lot of other MMOs do. They basically have a story that plays out throughout the year. Yeah, and it, it's like sometimes drastically changing the, yes. the landscape. Yes. In, <laughs> For better or worse. <laughs> yes. In the last personal, uh, the, I'm sorry, the last living story, the main city of the game is called Lion's Arch, and Lion's Arch was destroyed. And they literally destroyed half of the city I during the, destroyed. <laughs> the story. And then we just now in game got that rebuilt. And now the new living story will kick off when the Heart of Thorns comes out. So, you know, who knows what's, what's going to happen. But uh, don't get too acquainted with anything in the game because they have proven that any character can die and any city or any part of the game can change and they're not afraid to do it. <laughs> Which, you know, I... I know WoW kind of did that a little bit with... Um, I forgot which, which expansion it was. One one of their expansions, they kind of destroyed half of their continent or whatever too. But wow. not many MMOs, I think, are brave enough to actually do that. <laughs> to, to just say, remember that game you were playing? We're destroyed it all. You're going to start over. Have fun. So... <laughs> so, uh, Heart of Thorns. Should we expect some Zoja? We better expect Zoja. <laughs> or I'm going to fly to Seattle to ArenaNet, and uh, we're, we're going to have a little chat. <laughs> we're going to have some words. <laughs> <laughs> we will have some words. I want my Zoja and my Felicia Day. So, yeah. Um, and all of the trailers that have been out, it's kind of making me a little afraid of that, though, because Uh-oh. you've seen other characters, but you haven't seen her, so... Ah, maybe they didn't renew that contract. I'm just saying. I don't know. They better not kill Zoja. 
not going to be happy. <laughs> oh, it's like days of our lives. We could just rewrite her in somehow. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> You're back from a coma. <gasps> so. But your voice is totally different. And yeah. you look different. What's going on? I'm confused. <laughs> and you're a man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Yes, uh, please listen to any of the past episodes of Guild Wars Players News for the Zoja backstories. Just cho- choose any yeah. episode. <laughs> there was one episode you forgot to mention Zoja. Yeah, I think that was actually in in the home run of the show. That might have been two, but yeah, usually, <laughs> usually I got Zoja or Felicia Day in somehow. Yes, and then my personal favorite episode is the one where Sithrith wasn't there, so I made the whole show about Zoja. <laughs> so listen to that one, the Zoja story. <laughs> um, so uh, I they're doing guild halls now in the expansion. Is that their answer to people wanting housing? Yeah, I think they're trying to play it off in, in that aspect. And they really haven't said a lot about Guildhall's yet. I mean, they have said some. Uh, basically, we know Guildhall's, you're going to have to fight to take your Guildhall over. And once you do that, <laughs> Guildhall is yours. But you're going to have to fight like a bunch of mobs and I guess it's not going to be like an easy fight and oh. it's going to be like a long drawn out process to actually <laughs> get the guild hall but it'll be you know worth it because you're actually fighting for this and it's going to be your spot and you know they did say you can decorate them some I don't think it's going to be to the aspect of like player housing and I really don't think a lot of people are thinking of it that way mm-hmm um, I really wish you could have player housing, though. <laughs> I just kind of think of what awesome. my Sylvarin house would be like. It'd just be like, you know, like a garden. There'd be like a little gate. I'd just plant myself in the ground. <laughs> this is my house. <laughs> this plot of dirt right here is my house. This rock. I've decorated with this rock. <laughs> so. I'll grow little seedlings from here. <laughs> Do you think uh, mounts would ever work in this game? Absolutely not. <laughs> no and what's up with this glider that's coming is that just a, a gimmicky sort of a, a, a skill yes it's it's going to be one of your jumping puzzles from hell basically <laughs> yeah, basically yes yes it's yeah that's going to be uh in the heart of thorns there is going to be certain parts of the jungle where you're going to have to unlock your glider mastery and once you do that you can glide from like treetop to treetop and they they have stated <laughs> there is certain parts of the world that you're going to have to glide to get to of course so i'm kind of to be honest in that camp where i think it's kind of a little like you said gimmicky <laughs> but i haven't seen it um i actually haven't I'm like a bad person and have haven't pre-ordered yet so i haven't <gasps> got to play in any of the uh betas that were going on so i haven't seen the gliders i haven't used it so i don't know you know if it's i've watched some youtube videos and it looks kind of cool and it seems like it would be fun (laughs) um it's uh, not gonna look cool after you miss that jump for the 13th (laughs) time you have to climb all the way back up the tree that's why i don't do jumping puzzles and they did (laughs) they did say they're building some jumping puzzles around the gliders too so of course why not (laughs) like great that's just just awesome (laughs) <laughs> so uh i think the last thing i had on my list here was like i found somewhere up north and i think it was in the hyrinthian hinder hinterlands i found this like script amusement park with this like don quixote-esque theme do you recall that at all uh not off the top of my head i'm it's trying to it's like think. a bunch of scrits running around with like armor and stuff on and they had signs up it was like it was like a bunch of like carnies you know <laughs> i guess i don't remember i'm gonna have to try to find it was bizarre <laughs> like really bizarre it's in the H- hinderlands though right yeah yeah well i'm gonna have to find this because i really don't remember this place at all <laughs> i, I, I mean, should have had i should have asked the thrift she knows everything yeah yeah i gotta <laughs> say she would probably be able to tell you except like which which a stir a gate to jump to to get there and yeah she could tell you everything but <laughs> uh, no, Skrit are 
strange little creatures anyway. <laughs> yes, they are. I love the script, though. I yeah. always wish you could, like, you know, RP is one. You know, <laughs> you know, that would be awesome. <laughs> but yeah, now, now, man, you just, now. you just go into town every now and then, steal some shiny stuff, just walk by. <laughs> Shinies, shinies. Yeah, now I'm gonna have to find this place. <laughs> it's fantastic. Look for it. <laughs> I will. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm, that is gonna be my goal now. I'm gonna log in and I'm gonna try to find the Scrid Amusement Park. <laughs> so. Uh, I, I'm dubbing an entire section on each show called the launcher section. So on, on a scale from one to the police have the building surrounded, how is the launcher and the patching process process for a fresh install? Um, from like zero to playing <laughs> from z- zero to playing. Cause I think I remember doing it overnight. <laughs> it's yeah. It's a, it, it's a thick it, install. It depends how fast your internet is. I'll put it that way. <laughs> it's it used to be where and see and they are trying now and I haven't tried it. They just debuted a couple patches ago a a, a, a new technology to where you can download like the beginning parts of the game and play while the rest is downloading. Wow. And they say you can be up and running in game within like five minutes that way. Wow. <laughs> so, and I said, I haven't tried that. Um, I usually basically just do what you said. I just let it go overnight. <laughs> you set it up and walk away. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I have pretty fast internet anyway. So I'm just like, oh, I'll just let it go overnight. And that way I'll, I'll be completely patched and be ready to go. So. so Anding a chat is saying, just for the record, the longer the install, the better the game. <laughs> That is not true, sir. <sighs> I have played several games that took forever to install, and then I'm like, why the blank did I install? <laughs> Just saying. Uh, well, you know, uh, Train Simulator 2015, it's a 25 gig install now. Holy crap, you're kidding. <laughs> it is wonderful. <laughs> so much train detail. <laughs> when you take your trains seriously. <laughs> Uh, okay. Uh, we're going to move on to the section called XP Quest News. Uh, our only news this week is we have no news. Oh. Um, <laughs> I'm looking for some writers for the site to write about stuff. Anything that takes XP, that's the criteria. And uh, I want some people to play some games and give some feedback. And if you would like to be that person, mind you, this is about as general of a podcast as you could possibly ever be in. Uh, send me an email over at contact at xpquest.com. And I'm also looking for some community assistance because uh, I need someone to keep all this paparazzi off my back. <laughs> um, you know, I, I need someone to, like, fetch me smoothies and, you know, Instagram my entire day. Uh, no, not that bad. But I, I need some community people. So if you want to be that, contact at xpquest.com as well. So... Our live listener prize section. Everyone in the live chat, look under your seats. One of you has a card under there and you won. You get a card and you get a... Oh, no. (laughs) So on xpquest.com, we're doing a poll of the week. Our poll this week uh, for the the launch of the site, which uh, I had to do a launcher question, obviously. Uh, The... Question was, while the MMO launcher is patching, I frequently, uh, most people chose, we had a tie, actually. Uh, one choice was understand that patching is normal and patient, uh, understand that patching is normal and patiently read the forced marketing material at 40%. Uh, we got watch YouTube for short videos at 40% and watch Netflix because this is going to take a while at 40%. And then only 20% of you guys voted on play clicker heroes on Steam as you should be doing. And no one invented new obscenities. I was actually uh, concerned about that. We don't have any, you know, people that are, you know, anger management issues out there. Either that or there's not uh, in IT. Yeah, that is true. I think when when you're in IT, though, you just, you see something, you see a progress bar, and you just sort of just give in because you know you can't fight it. (laughs) 
This is true. You can't fight the progress bar. <laughs> <laughs> Installing Windows Update one up one million. Oh yeah, awesome. <laughs> uh, so, in our finding time to grind section, what are you playing this week, Dracula? DDO, Dungeons and Dragons Online, uh, Guild Wars, and Guild Wars Two, of course. So uh, you're still I, playing the Guild Wars One. Still playing the Guild Actively. Wars One. Well, not actively. I play every couple weeks. They did this cool thing to where you get basically points if you do stuff in Guild Wars and you uh, unlock certain uh, titles in Guild Wars. Those transfer over to Guild Wars 2 and you can actually get the titles or in-game items. And there is a sweet bow skin that I'm trying to get from my ranger. Is it totally sweet? And I need, like, <laughs> ten more points, man, and it's taking me forever. <laughs> to get, because there's certain things you have to do in the original game to, like, get these points. And I know what I have to do, but it's just taking forever to get them. Well, there's a treasure chest of points out at the Scrit, you know, museum. <laughs> yeah, the Scrit amusement park that yeah. I have to find. <laughs> Write that down, find part. Check. Gotcha. You got to find it before it's destroyed, though. Yeah. True, true. <laughs> It looks like it's an episode of Junkyard Wars putting being put on by, like, scrits. Like, that's how amusing it is when you come across it. Yeah, You'll I know really, when you get there, trust me. I really got to find this, but I'm just going to happen. So this week, I started playing uh, Dragon Quest on iOS. I found out they had that on iOS. They have Dragon Quest 1 through 6 and uh, 8 on iOS now. No idea that was on iOS. And I'm praying that they have it on Google Play because, you know, equal opportunity. But, you know, I got, I got a new iPhone 6S. It plays games really great. Like, it plays games better than my Mac does. <laughs> I might be looking on the uh, Apple Store right now. <laughs> the Dragon Quest uh, was two ninety nine, And that was the best buy I think I've made on the App Store in, like, years. That game got me into role-playing you know rpgs like that was my oh yeah that, that, and, and it was just like a drug too because i got mine for free with my copy of uh my subscription to nintendo power you know they sent you dragon warrior for free do you remember <laughs> that back in the day <laughs> nintendo power nights ah, those are great and uh i've been just freebasing dragon quest on ios just draining my battery on my phone and i've I've been playing it for four days now, and I'm finally at the end boss, you know, in the the, the castle. But oh, nice! I have nothing. Yeah. I have nothing left to get. I'm just grinding out like two more levels, and then I'm going to go down and finish it off and buy the second one and continue playing. So that's awesome. <laughs> uh, I've been playing some Minecraft with the kids, and uh, <clears throat> Leonor. <clears throat> Got me playing Secret World again, but they they had a, a Secret World sale on Steam. Everything was half off, and I got a I suckered a guy in at my work to start playing that too. So, you know, I <clears throat> I can't. I like Secret World because I'm into the whole you know horror theme that it's got going on. Mm-hmm. But that wheel, man, that <laughs> wheel is like, what is going on with this skill wheel? <laughs> I know it's it's. I've gotten to the point where I made it outside the first level of a wheel, you know, into the next uh, section, and right. it's just gotten brutally grindy. And if I go any further into the game, I just get just destroyed. Yeah, see, that's that's my problem. That's kind of why I, I quit playing it. I left like, like I'm the... doing something wrong. <laughs> yeah, you know? that's exactly how I feel. I left the first area, and I'm in like the Blue Mountains, yeah. or what it's called. Yeah, yeah, and I'm just getting like owned everywhere i go and I'm I like, what is going on yeah so i think i'll, I need, I'll have to hit gotta find lane. some time to grind yeah <laughs> i have to hit late leonora up and let the uh, master teach me exactly please fix this <laughs> fix my broken wheel i think my only other news was uh somehow at my work we joked about starting to play D after work oh nice and then it turned into Let's do it at lunch. And then somehow they, they talked 
uh, with the management, and now we've reserved a conference room, the biggest one in our building, every Friday for one and a half hours at lunchtime. Oh, that is awesome. And we had to cap the players. Like, we had too many people say, I want to play. And uh, somehow they suckered me into, they're like, you're going to be the DM. I'm like, I guess I'm going to be the DM. (laughs) And this Friday, they're rolling their characters, and I'm just going to sit there and laugh. Oh, that is awesome. Are you doing... uh, With an acid pit. (laughs) 5e? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. There's been PDFs being passed about, and like I had to go find my dice. (laughs) So... It's going to be a good time. So that's going to be our weekly Friday thing. Um, I guess we're going to move on to donations. Did you donate? Maybe. <laughs> Not. We, and I mean XP Quest, have 18 supporters on Patreon. Actually, it's the Players Alliance. Uh, if you'd like to join this super group of swell individuals and support shows on the Player Alliance... Uh, like XP Quests, simply go to the donation page where you can support the Players Alliance on Patreon. Uh, there you'll find rewards, including a mention on the podcast of your choice, or even a guest for an episode like on XP Quest. You know you want to. <laughs> and Dang is saying Drac has donated in time. <clears throat> Probably <laughs> There you too. go. That's right. <laughs> Probably health and blood. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was going to say blood, sweat, tears, time, you know. Fun fact, we've had to reschedule this first episode like four times. Because Drac <laughs> and I were both like, we both had Ebola or something. I don't know what it was. <laughs> yeah. it's It's been a rough weekend. But you know what? I, I got to stay in bed one day and play Dragon Quest on my phone. So it all worked out fine. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm just like, I don't even have to look up a map. I love this game so much. <laughs> Uh, so, in our feedbacks, uh, we do have a couple featured comments from our Twitter. Uh, and I got to say, kudos to Andag for flooding our Twitter feed with uh, 50 followers. And we hadn't even done a show yet. Thanks, Andag. See, but, uh, but the key is after they hear this, is all 50 going to stay? <laughs> probably not. <laughs> They're Just all kidding. robots. No. Just kidding. Uh, Madmar. Uh, over at Sotor Family asked if we play Sotor and what server we were on. Uh, n- not yet, but we will. Um, I'll probably have that uh, probably in a month or two, I guess. Um, and someone named DDO Central asked us to donate $2 to the Players Alliance, and if they did that, they would double their donation. Now, who is DDO Central? Like, DDO Central is a person that runs uh, the website DDO Central, and basically what he does is he aggregates all news about Dungeons and & Dragons and Dungeons nice. & Dragons Online. He will retweet anything that has to do with, with those two games. He retweets them, and he has like a blog roll-up, so any blogs that are about DDO or D&D, you can find in, in, in one spot. So that's he, the guy. That is the guy, and yeah, and he uh, he's actually been a guest on uh, DDO players before too, and he has donated, and he has said that more than once. Wow! If we get a donations of two dollars or more to 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 our Patreon, he will double his donation of whatever he's given a month. Sounds like a challenge. So there's your challenge. the The gauntlet has been thrown, folks. Someone donate some money and be like, "I came here because of XP Quest." And that'll justify everything. And then just say, "I'm donating to get XP Quest off the air because it's horrible," <laughs> and that will really justify everything. <laughs> okay, if you want to email us some uh, hate mail, uh, you could send us a podcast at XP Quest. You can follow us on Twitter at Players Ally. They'll be for the Players Alliance or XP or at XP Quest. I am DJ Pimp Daddy. I can be at at DJ Pimp Daddy. And our guest is Draculetta. He is at Draculetta underscore seventy two. What's up with the seventy two? That- because somebody has Draculetta and they created it like four years ago, and oh. they have no tweets. And they're parking on it. And they're parking on it. <laughs> and I've sent them mail. 
I've I've like tweeted at them. I'm like, seriously, give me this Twitter. <laughs> Please give me this Twitter. And nothing. So the person's probably dead, probably doesn't even want it anymore. <laughs> and here I am stuck with an underscore. I told everybody I was quitting Twitter. I left, shut my account off. I like closed it for like four months, right? Nobody took it in that time. I'm upset with you people. <laughs> You're slacking. Y'all are slackers. <laughs> So, uh, where can they find your show, Radio Free Tyria? At RadioFreeTyria.net. Nice. So, and our final thoughts here. We got the Player Alliance live shows on Mondays at 8.30 Eastern. You got DDO players with Drac. Uh, every other Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern, we're doing XP Quest. Find time for your grinding. And... Uh, Saturdays at 8.30 Eastern, we're doing Lotro Players News. And you can always join us for the live show at xpquest.com slash live. Our next episode, tentatively, in two weeks, is going to be Elder Scrolls Online. Uh, I haven't lined up an official guest yet, but if you think you should be a guest host, you tweet to me and tell me why. And I, I will listen to that. And uh, everyone, thanks for listening, and uh, thank you, Drac, for joining us on our inaugural episode. We didn't thanks sing- for having me on. We didn't Titanic this thing too bad. I hope not. <laughs> Yet, a lot of pressure being this the is where uh, I hit stop. first guest. It's where I hit stop and realized that it wasn't recording. Guess uh, <laughs> thanks for listening, everybody, and uh, make sure you find time for grind. See you guys. Show's over. Everyone in chat enjoy themselves. Getting pop-up messages everywhere. What happened? Who's messaging me? Oh. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Everybody is enjoying themselves. Awesome. Glad the chat room had fun. That's what's important. And thanks uh, for joining us on this late Saturday or Sunday evening even. Did anyone in the live chat find your free prize underneath your chair? It was a cat. Oh, wait. It's under my chair. That's where that cat went. <laughs> oh, Andang is saying invite to the call. Yeah, I, I, I missed Andang, and I almost added, like, four other people. That have nothing, <laughs> you got it. have nothing to do with gaming. <laughs> <laughs> like work people. They're like, let why me, are you inviting me to this call? Forget, what is- let me stop open broadcasting. <laughs> I wish there was a way you could like mute it before it starts. But... <laughs> That's yeah. pretty funny. I never even thought about that. I'd be like, what is that sound? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad when, you said something. <laughs> yeah. When you go live, you're going to start hearing yourself talk, and you're like, why am I hearing myself talk? Oh, yeah, that's right. Mixler's off. This is not right. Do people, I mean, have they in the past just gone live, like, the second you start the show, or do they usually just talk before the show even starts? Um, Lotro, they usually kind of banter for a little bit. Okay. And then DDO players, Pine Leaf is all usually like business. So <laughs> we like pretty much start right away. We're and not Pine Leaf, so we're just going right. to I'm going to go live right now. And when, <laughs> when we did uh, Guild Wars players, we kind of chatted for a bit. So yeah. <laughs> any last minute coughs or hacks of any sort of lung stuff? Um, hopefully not. I will try to mute. <clears throat> yeah, okay. <clears throat> <laughs>
<clears throat> um, excuse me, am I uh, dying? <laughs> oh, good. There is a God. There is there like my younger son, my five year old, your father. You know this. He he's like my stomach hurts. I'm like, oh god. <laughs> Here it comes. Like, so I'm expecting in the middle of the show either the cat's going to jump on the keyboard or someone's going to vomit.